Greetings, vloggers, bloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dustin's Dynasty again with you this week with another edition of this week's vlog. Today we're going to talk about COVID, and I just want to phrase this out because I think it's important. I'm learning more about it. Um, learning more about being blessed and COVID and what effect COVID has had in regression in the autism community. Um, how individuals with autism have regressed. So if you want to stay tuned with that, you're more than welcome to. If not, you can you know, just a little perfect there. We're going to be talking a lot about COVID today. So let's back, let's go back even before COVID, even before this uh, nasty virus uh, sort of began about two years ago, two and a half now. I'm losing track of my time. But in February of 2020, I had to leave my home suddenly. Um, don't want to get too much into it, and that's my choice. I have the freedom to share. Um, it just came to a point where I couldn't live there, not through my choice, but it was just a combination of things. On missed, while I was experiencing some mental health issues, some challenges uh, that I was facing, um, you know, just issues, issues across the board. Um, I had to live with my parents. I didn't have a choice. Um, and, and it continued like that for a while. I didn't I knew uncertainty. I knew things would hopefully get fixed. It was at least a month I knew um, at the time. Uh, but I was unaware. So we fast forward. Um, still, the issue is working at being resolved. I couldn't work because of this issue. But eventually, I was allowed to return effective March 16th. Uh, 2020, March 15th, 2020, I get a call from my supervisor on the telephone saying that um, this coronavirus emergency, which we had known has been, had known has been had been declared as a pandemic uh, three days prior, um, had resulted in things being shut down for at least two weeks. And that was what we were promised at the time, two weeks and everything will be OK. You know, we'll get back on track, pick up where we left off. And uh, that essential personnel were allowed to work, but um, that not all employees were not to work. And um, so whatever, it was fine. I was happy. I was already off and I was already losing money on things. So, you know, just two more weeks would be okay. And I'd be okay and I'd survive. Um, fast forward a little bit. Next day, we go into programming and some things were changing. Um, there was some, the, the guidance at that time was like, well, okay, we're not going to do anything outside. We're going to keep within ourselves. We're going to practice social, this thing called social distancing, which was a new term that we never heard of. And I'm 30, I mean, it was in my 30s. So it was never heard of. And, you know, just be careful and da, 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 da. That, that evening, we get noticed that the program will be shut down. And for at least two weeks, we got that told again. But I knew that it would be, probably be longer. Um, I didn't know that, but um, every day was like, well, and my mother was who I was living with at the time, mom and dad. My dad's retired, but my mom was, we, she had known that they were working from home for a while. And it was just two weeks. Everybody was just told two weeks. We're going to get through this. Everybody's going to be fun. We're not going to have anything going on. Two weeks. Um, obviously, uh, two weeks, nearly the end of the two weeks. Um, it was iterated that we would be going to virtual services, um, you know, at, you know, at, for, for the day program at least, but then, uh, work had to, they had to come up with a plan and it took time. 
So eventually, uh, you know, we got into working remotely into virtual services. And at this point, we're getting near Easter 2020. Um, and I'm not taking care of myself in the way I need to. I'm regressing even as a part of this because I have the things I'm starting to not have the, my free, my personal freedoms. I'm starting not to be able to be, um, not to be able, there's no vaccine at the time, you know, there's nothing like that. And I'm starting to lose all sense of independence, all sense of personal freedoms. My bedroom is also my parents' home office. Um, my mother worked on her dining room table. I did day program in that office room. That was the shared family computer. Um, it was just so much. And it was compounding so much that eventually for me not taking care of myself as for regard to not properly to doing what was right um, and having a toxic relationship on top of that, um, I eventually broke down. And uh, many times my parents were the uh, casualty, if you will, of my reacting um, in a negative manner, causing issues, causing, you know, um, not just reacting and, and lashing out negatively, um, having such a negative effect on everybody. And, you know, just, you know, and they didn't even, you know, they don't just, they didn't deserve that. And, you know, I was in a crisis um, several times. Um, it, it took the therapist to intervene. If it wasn't for the therapist intervening on Easter 2020, uh, I don't know what would have happened. Um, I think about it a lot. Um, I think about, you know, I would have, you know, I would have been in a hospital. I would have been dropped at the curb at the hospital. And I know my parents didn't want that for me. I know I didn't want that. But at that time, it was like almost giving up hope. It was almost dialing 911 and getting the hospital involved. Um, so, you know, it's just those things were really bothersome. Um, so we, we, we got over that hump. And, of course, therapy was virtual. Um, was Zoom based. Um, we had other services. They were pretty much phone based or other things. Um, a few months later, it was discovered as things were returning back. It was discovered that I would not be returning to that apartment, and it was just there was things was not proving well. Um, I had to to, to to terminate my lease, and I did. And so I didn't know what was going to happen next. And continued the ball, continued rolling on regression. Um, kept having relapses every so often. Um, it just kept happening. But at least eventually we got to go back to work, got to go back to day program. So at least there was some some resemblance of normalcy, not in the capacity that it was previously. Um, we were still doing therapy in a virtual manner. We were still doing things that, that just weren't, you know, that weren't that weren't learned that they were becoming the new normal. There was no vaccination still, but as time went on, we just we learned and we grew and we moved on. Um, it's just been very challenging. So eventually, um, eventually, you know, I said, "Well, I got to pound. I got to get back on. I got to find some sort of independence, or I'm going to lose it." Um, I my my parents, I love them dearly. They're great people. They would do anything for me and at, at 
hit the rush of a heartbeat, but it was coming to the point where we were starting to come unglued. Um, they had, when things got settled with the first apartment and I got to, I knew I was going to be there. They took a little day trip and uh, went to the lake and which is about a three hour drive, three, four hour drive. And, um, and when I found out about that, when I came home and said where they went and what they did, which was with some of the interests that I had, um, really made me angry. And I really resented that for a very long time uh, that they, that I needed to get away, but I wasn't, you know, and I had, and I, but now I understand why. And seeing these, these parents, you know, I'm, I'm, I do follow TikTok a lot. I don't really post TikTok, but I do have a TikTok channel. Odessa's Dynasty ASD, but I'm following the, these parents and I'm seeing, you know, I, I do, so, you know, I'm kind of like biased, unbiased towards both parents and individuals on the spectrum, but I see these parents with these higher needs children and they're just struggling. And, you know, I think now, now that I see that in that way, um, I see that now why they had to do that and why they had to just get away because I was constantly you know, under their roof. My parents were constantly, my mother was working at the time, just buying her time to retirement. And it was just such a struggle, such a gosh darn struggle to get through things and get through the day-to-day -day operations. And while I was back and I had some, they gave them some respite, it was just too much. And I see that now. So moving forward, you know, that was 2020. So that was, you know, the world was kind of shut down. There was no vaccine, um, no vaccine as of then. Um, so it was kind of a challenge then. Um, but I knew at that point I had to start looking for something to live, a place to live. And, you know, housing is hard to find. And the housing crisis was hard hit by COVID. Um, a lot of things were hard hit, uh, food, everything. We were just struggling struggling to survive but at least I had my job and you know the, that's the good thing about my job you know I didn't lose my job because of the pandemic um uh, I was asked I was asked to take a voluntary layoff but I was saved by that and my work hours were reduced by half so you know I think that was truly the saving grace that kept things going um that I did not lose my job or you don't have to be take a furlough or anything like that during the pandemic um so things started getting back into summer semblance, but I knew I had to get back and find some independence and get back on my own because I knew that I it was like a ticking time bomb. It only had so much time. Uh, so I was going to uh, regress more and um, make life very difficult for my parents. And I would be in a hospital, in an institution, in a group home, something. Um, I knew I was going to regress even more. So... You know, lo and behold, I, I did some searching. I called every, I I literally had that as my goal to find housing. And when, when you know, through the day program and some of it, they worked with me some on, but I literally called places. I sent applications. I applied for things. Um, I had interviews. I mean, it, you know, it just took so, so long. And when I wanted to move out again, I wanted to stay in the community that I live in because I've lived in this community for 30 some years. I wanted to be in the same neighborhood that I was in previously. I knew that would be a long shot because of things. Um, 
I didn't want to move to the county seat. A lot of issues with that. There's a lot of crime, a lot of, you know, a lot of stigma, things like that. And I didn't want to be far from my family because my family is a big support, even though we have an odd dynamic and living living is a challenge with us living under their roof. Um, we have very different dynamics and it was very hard to maintain a healthy living situation under that. So regardless, so I, I did this, I did my applications, I did everything, you know, I found all these, you know, and so we're, we're talking October 2020 now. And it's just like, I see this um, ad in the paper, uh, in the newspaper for apartments. And I, it was, and I called this, this the local housing board. Um, and they say, well, it's for 50 and up. And so, okay. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It's not meant for me, whatever. Uh, the next day, the same gentleman calls me back. He is my building manager now. And um, he says, well, you know, you need an apartment. And I'm like, yeah, kind of in a situation. He goes, let's go look at the other property. He goes, I got a property down there. He goes, he goes, um, you interested in it? And I said, well, let's, let's do some research. So um, we go down, I go down to the administration building, which is a couple blocks out over here. And I do my paperwork. We go toward this apartment and where I live now. And, you know, and he, he says, you know, we discussed my previous problems and all that. And so I, you know, I prayed about it. And, you know, that was faith. That was what saved me. And, you know, that's why I said, you know, sometimes we have to, if you believe in faith, that's your thing. If you don't, I understand. It's, you know, everybody has their own belief system. But I believe that that gentleman was my saving grace. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's very hard to get into these apartments. I have to admit that. It's not easy. There's issues. You know, you're very cherry-picked. There's a very tedious tenant selection process. That's their playbook of how to do things. Um, you know, I was very blessed to get in here during COVID, almost at the surge of a COVID-19 reset, re, um, resurgence. And so I got moved in. Uh, things were good. You know, I got, you know, things moved in. It was good. So, you know, things go on, you know, that was what the saving grace was. If I didn't have that, I would be, you know, in a hospital, in a state facility. I would be in a group home. You know, there was some, this was what, this, my independence was back. And it wasn't even fully back at that time. But I, I had some sort of freedom and some sort of individual freedom. So, you know, we had a resurgence uh, the following month, and it was a lot about working at home again, you know, um, got to keep the same hours, but worked at home. Things started to get better, you know, as time goes on, but I'm still isolated. You know, I was still isolating for many. For about the next year, I didn't want to go nowhere. I don't want to do anything. I still feel that way sometimes. I still don't want to do a lot of things. Um. You know, we had a lot of the gather. You know, in Pennsylvania, here where I live, there were a lot of restrictions on gathering limits, uh, grouping, the mask wearing. We've we've been in mask wearing for about you know until twenty twenty two, so you know we had a lot of issues with that. Um, you know, I didn't want to do things, didn't want to do activities. Uh, activities were pretty much on hold, you know, for things. So it was a lot of issues with that. Um, 
but I didn't, I, and I regressed some. I think so much for me, the skills that I regressed was about social skills, about going through the struggles, um, managing other people's emotions, co-regulation, um, things of that nature, like things where I would feed off of the energy of others. And I still have trouble with that. Um, I can feed off the energy of others. I'm bouncing back better. I've done a lot of therapy. I wouldn't be anywhere without therapy. Um, it's what saved me. It's what keeps me going. I didn't think I'd, you know, if I told you years ago, I went, if I was doing even this, living on my own, that I would not even be, you know, living on my own if it wasn't for therapy. So that is a saving grace as well. Um, you know, having therapy is important. Um, I feel it is. So, you know, it's just all what you think. But I think as time went on, I'm starting to get back into things in the community. It's just learning the new, learning the way of the neighborhood. Uh, we even have bridge construction going on now. So in my neighborhood, so that's kind of a thing. And, you know, that's a struggle. Um, sometimes with, uh, with anxiety and you're know, not wanting to go out. Um, sometimes I have anxiety because maybe the construction workers or, you know, just something. There's just all this anxiety um, of course, you know, autism and anxiety are kind of in common, so they're kind of comorbidities, and so, you know, these, but, you know, it's just, it's not, you know, it's getting things better. This week, I'm going on an outing with my day program, and I haven't done that in quite a while, and I haven't done it very much in years, so I think just getting back out and doing things again is, is great, but we must remember, folks, that, you know, there's so many out there in the autism community, not only in the autism, but ID, special needs, you know, all those great things that all those services that are, you know, where people are marginalized, where, you know, they're not getting out and they're not being able to do things. Um, you know, they're not being able to access services in the way that they once did. There's no more face to face or um, day programs that are really cut. So sometimes we're blessed with things and sometimes we have to count our blessings for those things. Um, you know, and I'm very thankful I have a good internet connection. Um, the, the other year this week, I was off a day and getting ready for things here. Um, we have annual reviews and stuff. But I think, you know, I was without internet for two hours and I struggled a bit with it. I have unlimited data on my cell phone, thank goodness. But I think I struggled with a bit with that because it was so, it was so challenging um, to know what do you do without internet? I stream my TV. You know, all those things, you, you just you just have to build new routines. And I think that's the thing, too. You have to build new routines and ways of doing things. And I've had the gift of writing my blog and creating the blog and the vlogs that I've done for this. Um, that was where it started starting from a mobile worker. And over the years, it's blossomed to what it is. And I love it. I love having that as part of my routine, a part of my makeup, part of sharing my experience with you all. Um, you know, I've had the website for about, four years um but i never really invested into it as much as i have now but it is what keeps me going it is what makes my life great and makes me tell my story about who i am because it's uh, all these years of being in a system it tells my story and that's what helps so i hope that helped you a little bit today i know i rambled a bit but i think it's important to realize that you know what what, what autism families as well as autistic individuals um, particularly those of higher needs and those, you know, that are, are, are need more things are going out, going on without there and the struggles and, you know, just knowing that, you know, it gets better. I hope it does. I hope the world gets better. Um, you know, I'm starting to see mask mandates being lifted more and more at other places as well. 
So, you know, it's, it's getting better. So with that being said, I want to thank you for listening today. Uh, be sure to subscribe to my channel. If you haven't already, be sure to tap the notification bell if you want to hear more uh, videos. I post one every week. Uh, tap that notification bell. It's a tip. Uh, tap that notification bell, like I said, or, you know, um, like this video. Um, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dustin's Dynasty. On the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com. Uh, be sure to follow me on Dustin's Dynasty ASD on TikTok and Pinterest. And um, I'm on this uh, vlog will be uh, transcoded into a podcast on Spotify where it's feed as a video and several others. We just added Amazon Music last week. So I, I'm an Amazon Music follower. Uh, I love my Amazon Music and I would endorse it greatly if I could. But um, I know some people have some hate with Jeff Bezos, but um, it's what scares me. And maybe we'll do a vlog on that next week. So with that being said, have a good week, everyone. And bye for now.